Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Welcome to Savvy Business, Life Unscripted, with your host, Christina Rivera, where our guests share their wisdom and valuable business tips, empowering our audience to expand their personal potential. Ray Sheehan, Old City Media. Awesome. Hi, Ray Sheehan. Welcome to Savvy Broadcasting, Life Unscripted. I'm so grateful to have you here today. How are you? Thank you so much for having me. Super excited about this podcast. Me too. Me too. We're going to talk about something that uh, we talked about a few times on our podcast, but sometimes I think brands and companies have a bit of problem with it. And that is how to craft the unforgettable um, ad that really gets the attention of your audience, yeah, your your customer, your potential customer. You want to create this certain experience. And, and we're often really, really busy trying to create all this content, but is the content having the the effect that we wanted to have. But before we go there, just share a little bit about your background. You work with Old City Media. Uh, tell us how you came to working as a founder there and uh, getting into the whole world of branding. <laughs> yeah, so we actually come from the special event space. So for the past 20 years, our agency was out producing world-class events, mm-hmm. beer festivals, taco festivals, pizza festivals, you name it, mm-hmm. very fun lifestyle-driven events. And by doing those events, it gave me the opportunity to work very closely with brands and to work with brands so they could really figure out a way to really engage those event attendees. And whether you're at a trade show, an expo, or one of my taco or beer festivals, uh, that was really our experience. And then when COVID landed on our lap, no events, no fun, no large social (laughs) gathering. Yeah, we yes. we had to pivot slightly. And then what we started to do, we started to introduce brands to alternative marketing by way of retail and grocery. So we could probably get into that, but that's my background. I really come from the event space and I had to pivot a little bit during the, the pandemic. And now that everything's kind of reset, we still do our events, but mm-hmm. now we have this whole new product offering where we're able to get brands really into the fabric of the community by way of retail and grocery. 
Interesting. Now, you know, it's interesting, um, Ray, I'm thinking back during the COVID um, shutdown, I went to uh, what I would have generally gone to is a um, three day coaching type thing uh, with my coach that I've, I've trained with for a couple of years. And when it was going to be zoom, I was like, Oh, I don't know if I want to do a zoom call, but to make it fun and exciting. Cause we're talking about that experience. Uh, and people are like, well, how do I do this now? If we were doing things in person yep. and they actually sent me a nice box with like a cup that, you know, a woman, a lady boss or something like that. And then a little bracelet. And then what they gave me a little, um, things I could put up based on different parts of the um, conference. If I was excited, there is one for that, or, you know, I'm, I'm confused and the head's blowing up type thing. Um, but it was really, really fun because then you saw people getting that emotional connectedness, which you're thinking, how do you do that? You just sometimes have to get a little creative. You're, you're exactly right. It's like, what can you do? to kind of engage that consumer. And whether it's through a Zoom and sending them some merch or swag, or it's actually at an event, what are you doing a little differently? You obviously, you have your message, you have your goals or your objectives, or maybe what your brand point of difference is. And now how do you make all of that really come to life? And how do you do that in an engaging way where mm -hmm. you don't feel like you're selling the customer, but you're really there to provide a ton of value and insight? Yeah. And you know what, Ray? I, I think there will be some people, and I've, I've talked to businesses who say this, well, I'm completely an online digital customer. So how the heck do I provide an experience? And actually, that's not true because I, I know one guy, I, I've bought a t-shirt from him and it's completely online. I've never met them. They're not an actual shop. But what's amazing about it, the shop is really pretty for one online. But right. when I order the um shirts. They come in a pretty little box that he's decorated and they put tissue paper in, they put some stickers in there. So it's not like there is an experience created, even if it's digital, you can actually still end up giving your client uh, in some fashion an experience through your digital products. No, you're exactly right. You got to kind of figure out, you have to know your audience mm -hmm. and what works best for your audience. And once you have a key, a real true understanding of your audience and your target consumer, it's then really creating a campaign and a marketing strategy based off of that. Yeah. So what would you say to some businesses listening in, uh, digital or otherwise, maybe they're even product-based, but they don't even know how to create this experience for their customer, where do they even begin to get started with what's a good experience I could create for my customer? Yeah, there's a couple different steps that I would recommend. Uh, mm -hmm. One, uh, so I like to do is I want to make sure that I really research where am I going? Mm -hmm. Is it a trade show? Is it an expo? Is it a festival? Like what type of environment are we actually going into? Then you need to really think about, okay, what is our budget, right? What, what can we really afford mm -hmm. to spend? How do we make sure that we want to make sure we get our message across, but we don't want to confuse our customers. Mm -hmm. We want to make sure we're very crystal clear, we're concise. Then once we're engaging that uh, customer, and it really depends on, again, on the event. And what I mean by that is, let's say you're a brand and you're trying to engage um, a decision maker, a home buyer, an, and, and it's a family event. Well, mm -hmm. how can you potentially engage their children so they're busy, but then also have a conversation with that decision maker. 
This might be a trade show where there's not children and there's not events there. Now you can stay laser focused on how do I have that conversation with my target customer? Maybe it's light refreshments. Maybe it's prepackaged items. Maybe there's certain things that you can do to create some stickiness to bring them over to your booth, to bring them over to your activation, where then you can have a real organic conversation. So a lot of it really depends on the environment. A lot of it really depends on doing some research before you go. And then once you know exactly where you're going, once you really understand the environment, there's agencies out there like us that can kind of help you um, really develop a strategy and a plan. So when you are there, you're getting your best return on investment. You know, I love that you say that because not not everyone is their is um, branding their jam. And so they'll be like, I do really great events or whatever it is they might be selling. Um, but when I'm going to say going to a trade show, I have no idea how I can create an amazing experience. But you guys know at Old City Media how they can do that. By hiring you, They can you can sit down with them, look at who their audience is, who they are, what they have to provide, what their budget is that they could afford and provide something that is affordable for them and the best type of experience to provide their customers to you know, engage with them, as you said. Yeah, you're exactly right. So for us, it's like, well, what is your main objective? Maybe it's awareness. Maybe it's exposure. Maybe you're trying to drop that lead into your lead funnel. Maybe, you know, it might be very tech focused. So there's, it's tough for me to just answer it just in a very yeah. kind of high level way. It really truly depends on exactly what your industry is, where you're going. And then depending on where you're going would dictate exactly what you can do. And what I mean by that is, let's say you're out, trying to grow your brand and you're at a grocery store or you're at a trade show, the consumer might only have a certain amount of time to give you, right? Depending on where that environment. So you need to make sure your pitch or your leave away or their the take the, their takeaway mm -hmm. is different. And it really depends on that type of environment you're really in. So for me, you want to try to really customize. There's really not a one size fits all. You really need to think about where are you going? And then you really develop the plan and the strategy based off of where you're going. And if you do that, if you really think about it that way, my guess is you're going to see a very successful experiential event and to really help promote your brand. Yeah, you are so, so right, Ray. In fact, recently, uh, a couple months ago, I published my second book, uh, My Crazy Roommates. And what I decided to do with the book signing is have little um, bookmarks that are a key representation of one of the characters in the book and with a little quote on it. And uh, so as they came to get the book and buy it and I signed it, then I gave them a bookmark and everyone's like, oh, that's so cool. Thank you. So it, it's like, and it was really inexpensive in bulk. It cost almost nothing. Yeah. And so there is something out there for every business, no matter what price range you're starting at, that you can provide that extra little something to give to your customers. Yeah. And, and people love merch. People yeah. love takeaways. People love, and, and the best thing about that is when you get the consumer something and think about it, how this podcast started, you were doing those Zoom meetings and you remember that. That was like a real lasting impression. And everyone watching this, this video right now, mm -hmm. they've probably spent a lot of money with ads. And believe me, I'm not here to say that ads don't work. We mm -hmm. we know advertising works in frequency, mm -hmm. but it's 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 very crowded. It's a very crowded space. But if you go out and you have your brand and you're at an event and you pre-purchase a bunch of bobbleheads <laughs> and you have the customer standing in line waiting to get their picture, and then you take a picture, think of like a Polaroid, and then put that picture on the bobblehead. 
that customer will never, I'm talking, will never ever forget that interaction and will never forget that experience. And these mm -hmm. things, yeah, there's a couple dollars associated with this stuff. Mm -hmm. and there's ways of doing it in a very economical way. But if you're really trying to cut through the clutter and you really want to make a statement, there are things that you can do that the money that you're spent that you're spending, that consumer will never forget that experience. Boom. And here's the thing also I'd like to bring to attention is it's a long game. Like you were saying, there are times to place ads and and they're they they're important. But I think um, some companies have this idea that I'll do one ad and why didn't I get like 10 customers? It's the long game. It's as you say, the consistency. Um, my husband and I were talking like, why does McDonald's run ads on TV and radio all the time? Everyone knows McDonald's, but it's front of mind. You have it on the side of a highway, a big McDonald's sign. You, they're on TV with a commercial and then constantly, oh, I'm hungry. Oh, McDonald's. Okay. And so by keeping front of mind all the time, finding different ways to get out there, when a client needs what you have to offer, boom, you're the first one that comes to mind. Yeah, I tell people all the time, like Coca-Cola didn't place one ad and just said, hey, our job here is done. It's mm -hmm. It really boils down to what I like to call frequency. It's constantly reminding the customer, we're McDonald's, we have a Big Mac, we have amazing French fries. And then, you know, when you have that craving and you're driving like, yeah, let me stop at McDonald's and pick up a Big Mac and one of those delicious French fries. So you're exactly right. So you can't not advertise, you can't not market your brand, but- mm -hmm. There are definitely other ways to go out there once you have your message of like really driving your brand and integrating your brand in the fabric of the community and having really interesting, really intimate conversations with your target customer. And oh, by the way, your target customer really giving you feedback of what they think of your brand. Like yeah. an ad will not do that. A billboard or a social mm -hmm. ad, or all that stuff. Yeah, you'll be able to promote your brand. You'll be able to advertise. But how does the customer really feel about your brand? What is the sense mm -hmm. of, what is their real true consumer confidence? And getting out into the field and getting out into the market, you'll really understand. The customer will tell you how they feel about your customer service or mm -hmm. go onto your website and it's confusing. Like there's a, you're, you know, if you if we all have a website out there, we think of our website as like a map and a journey. And yeah. when that customer gets onto your website, how is that, how is that journey through their website? How are you pulling that customer through point of purchase? These are all the interesting things and the insight that you get when you're out in the market and you're out in the field doing these sort of experiential marketing campaigns. So, so important. I, I remember having one um, live event and um, someone came up and said, I love your podcast, but when I go there, uh, it was confusing. The website I had at the time, they're like, I don't know where to go to get the shows or where to watch it. And I was like, really? Because, you know, you, you think, oh, everything looks great because you know where everything is. You put it there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you need to look at it from the eyes of someone who doesn't know where you officially, you know, put it in there, entered it. And if you were coming there from nowhere and and would i know where to find something um and that goes for even a product like if you were to walk into your own store would you know where to look for xyz is it well spelled out and and documented so you can easily find it no you're exactly right there's there's so many different things and if anyone out there is thinking about event marketing or they're thinking about like wow this does sound interesting then there's all what i like to call the softer side of event marketing mm -hmm. and really cutting through the clutter with your brand and, and certain things that i say is that we always hear culture company mm -hmm. culture what's our culture what type of culture are we creating and to me when you're out in the field doing an event and you have your team there and your team is 
bonding and you're coming together. And even before the event, you're, you're, you're going through these exercises of like, well, what do we want to do on premise? How are we going to engage them? Maybe we're giving away stress balls. You're getting your team super empowered of like, what is this activation going to look like? And what are we going to do there? And once we're there on premise, having these conversations, how are we grabbing those leads into the funnel? And then once you're at that event and that event's done, maybe at that point, you're going out for a team building exercise, you're going bowling or axe throwing, mm -hmm. or just something as simple as dinner and drinks. That's sort of like bonding from the team. That's mm -hmm. where like culture really comes from yeah. of things like that. So there's a lot of softer things when you're out in the field in trade shows and events. Mm -hmm. Oh, by the way, there's other talent there, right? We, we yep. all know how staffing is right now and the town shortage. So you're able to go out and have conversations with other people in the field. And maybe you identify some talent that is not currently happy at their current situation. And you're able to like, well, here's my business card. So I love event marketing for not just promote your brand, market mm -hmm. your brand. Here's who we are. This is what we do. Then there's all this other, for lack of better words, stuff that you're able to kind of uncover while being at an event. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, do you remember the flash mob scene several years ago? That was the big thing. Remember that? Yes. Yeah. And I, I remember uh, several, this many, many years ago, I was just sitting in the movie theater and they have that 20 minutes of those trailers. And I'm like, oh, yep. this over. I want to get to the film already. But right when they got to the last trailer, all of a sudden, all these, because this is Christmas time, all these people with hats and sweaters popped out from behind the screen and started running down the aisles dancing and singing. And I was like, what the heck is this? And, you know, and then they did this little thing that took like a couple minutes and then they got back on stage and boom, it was a commercial for Gap, the Gap. And uh, it, we were all like clapping because it was so, you know, when you're watching yeah. the trailers, it's so, uh, bum, you know, whatever. Sometimes it's good trailer, sometimes it's not. But this was experiential it was live and uh it got us all involved and in clapping and it was all a huge surprise we didn't expect it uh yeah. and of course now how many years later i still remember that ad um yeah. as done through a flash mob so i mean and this was a, a theater in new york city so i mean even if you're in a small town you could do something together like this get a bunch of high schoolers together or or interns and do something like a flash mob in your local theater and surprise the people. I mean, there's just so many ways if you get creative to get out there and connect with your audience and your, your customers. And in fact, and it's, you take, and that's a really good example. And I'm not sure if they did this, but knowing Gap, they probably did. There was probably someone there that shot this on video. Mm -hmm. So now it's like, okay, how do you take that video or how do you take that experience that you never forgot? And now someone from an agency captures all that on the video. Now you share that on social and everyone shares it amongst their friends. So now you have consumers becoming brand ambassadors for Gap, sh sharing that video with friends and family and relative. And that is the best form of marketing out there, which is basically word of mouth. Mm -hmm. All that was created by coming up with a really cool concept of like, hey, we're going to do some experiential marketing. We're going to take it to a movie theater. We're going to do this and we're going to capture that and we're going to let it live online. And hopefully it goes viral. That's awesome. And it's so true. That's what you want. You really want it to be organic, friends, family, community, just naturally talking about your product and saying, this is awesome. I use it all the time or I love it. Even a local dentist. Oh, this dentist is awesome. Best customer service ever. That is just the best way to grow. It's natural. Um, and, uh, and after you get really good and you start building your reputation, uh, you don't have to run as many ad ads, actually.
No, you're absolutely right. You can kind of peel back a little bit or, you know, you just kind of a test measure, mm -hmm. test measure. Hey, our pay-per-click's working or mm -hmm. we need to invest more in our SEO or it's digital or maybe it's at home, whatever the case may be. Or in this case, like we've talked about a lot today, mm -hmm. events um, and a lot of the, the brands that we work with see a ton of results as it relates to their event marketing. It's a big part of their budget. Uh, we love events. It's, you know, I'm happy you and I were able to exp express some of the experiences we've had with events. Yeah. If it's done right, if you think about it strategically, you put a little planning in, in, involved with your with your strategy, the results could literally be mind blowing. Yeah. And, and let's just also add that marketing is like a several prong marketing and branding is a several prong attack. It's not just, oh, we did. We just do radio ads or we just do podcasting or we just do this. It's really you have to continually strategize on what's the best way to reach your audience and how many different ways can we do it uh, effectively. No, you're exactly right. I mean, we're all consumers. Everyone listening, we each consume things differently. How I consume information, how you consume information, everyone consumes information differently and entertainment differently. So yes, if you're, some people love radio, love TV, love print, love billboard, whatever the case may be. I don't argue any of it as far as I'm concerned. As a marketer, I love it all. Um, I'm kind of like you. I like to see all of it happen. And to me, now you're able to have all these different touch points, see what performs. Like mm -hmm. I love the more measurable stuff personally, but obviously any sort of marketing to me, I feel is good. I just, um, uh, to me, the events and the event experiential stuff that we do, I love seeing the reaction and I love seeing those conversations we have with consumers. And to me, I'm, I'm just so passionate about that. I, I think it delivers the best out of all of them, uh, but I'm a little jaded. <laughs> yeah. No, but I, I get your point there because you're making that real live connection with that person. It's yeah. uh, We've become so jaded with all of the modern technologies that often people are like, no, I'll just stay here behind my computer. It's safe. But really, the best way to connect with your audience is live and in person. Uh, nothing beats that. Uh, like during COVID, we probably didn't have a, a choice for some in some yep. places. But uh, when you can, live is the best. Well, I don't want anyone to leave without finding out how they can find out more about you, Old City Media. How can they do that? Yeah, I would love to help all of your listeners. You can reach out to me, Ray, at oldcitymedia.com, or just go to the website. There's a contact us page. Anyone that's listening just maybe has a question. I would love to provide some free insight. Give me a buzz. Reach out to us via email. Can connect with us on social. We would love to help all your listeners out there of like, hey, if I'm in your shoes, if I owned your business, this is what I would do. And then if we can provide some additional insider help, we'd be happy to do so. But if you go to oldcitymedia.com, you'll be able to find us. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Ray. I really appreciate you coming and sharing your great wisdom today on Savvy Broadcasting. Thank you. Thank you for having me on the pod. You betcha. Looking for a hilarious read? Well, check out my latest book, My Crazy Roommates. The names have been changed to protect the deranged. Step into the wild and unpredictable world of young adulthood in the heart of New York City. Brace yourself for a roller coaster ride through the trials, tribulations, and hilarious moments of shared living spaces with a colorful cast of characters. Fasten your seatbelt and get ready to laugh, cringe, and maybe shed a tear as you delve into the pages of My Crazy Roommates. So get your copy today, available at Amazon.com. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.